the Sixers are trying to be flexible this season so they could go after people the following season. Is that a good sign? We'll talk about that more in that. You are Locked On 76ers, your daily Philadelphia 76ers podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thanks for making Locked On 76ers your first listen every day. We are free and available wherever you get your podcasts and on YouTube. Part of the Locked On 76ers podcast network, your team every day. Hello, my name is Keith Pompey. I'm one of the co-hosts of Locked On 76ers. And, um, you know, I've been doing a lot. comes back when we do one I'm gonna ask him his opinion of this and see where he how he feels but you know right now the 76ers are trying to add guys or in the process of adding guys to one-year deals because if things don't work out they feel like they'll be able to give Tyrese Maxey um, a lucrative contract next summer, not this summer, but next summer possibly. And and then they'll add another player to a, a max deal, a lucrative contract, to whereas, you know, uh, they'll have three top money players. So they'll have Joel, they'll have Maxi, and they'll have a player to be determined later to make a push. And I understand that, but I'm under the approach, like, why not now? I mean, seriously. Now, again, I get it. They don't have the money right now to go out and and give a guy a lucrative deal. And that's why it benefited them for having James Harden uh, opt back in, right? Because you don't have a guy of Harden's stature. You wouldn't have a guy of Harden's stature if he left. And you look at it right now, you'll see where Harden's 35-6 is going to come off the books. You look at it and you see where Tobias Harris's 39 is going to come off the books. So you'll have money to go out and go get someone. The reason why I'm of the approach, why not now? And there are people who will say they agree with what the Sixers are doing and saying, go ahead and do it, right? Go ahead. That's the thing to do, right? I take the opposite approach because I covered this team for 10 seasons, a decade, going on to my 11th season. I've been through the process. I mean, and a lot of people will say, yeah, man, the process, they got Joel and B. They did a lot of other things. But the process was supposed to be to win a championship. Then from after we went through the process, then it went through the star hunting phase, right? And then all of a sudden, they they didn't get the three guys they wanted. They didn't get Kawhi. They didn't get LeBron. They didn't get Paul George. 
So then after that, it went to, well, we're going to go and we got Jimmy Butler. We traded assets for Jimmy Butler. And then that doesn't work out. I mean, then you go out and you get Al Horford. That doesn't work out. So then next thing you know, it's like, oh, we got to get James Harden. We got to get James Harden. He's going to put us over the hump. So then all of a sudden you go get James Harden. Well, so far that hasn't worked out, right? And now you're saying, if we don't win this year, don't worry, because we're going to have enough money to go and add a third star to the mix. It's kind of like you keep pushing the goalposts back. Now there's some people saying, look, keep look at this roster. This roster isn't going to win. But you mean it's a, there are certain players that you could add to this roster via trade, but they would be multi-year players, right? Or, you know, you're giving all these guys all these, like, one-year deals at the minimum. You know, it just seems to me that you're pushing things back. The Sixers should be in a win-now mode this season. I also feel like you're giving people an out. Seriously. I mean, the goal was to get to the Eastern Conference Finals. Of course, everybody going to say, you know, we talked about this before, the goal always is to win the championship, right? You always want to win a championship. But Nick Nurse went on record and said, it's about getting to the Eastern Conference Championship. It's something the team is going to address in training camp. Patrick Beverly on his introductory press conference, he came here to get the team to the Eastern Conference Championship. So now we have an out to where if they don't do it, it's one of those things where we got next season. Now, who's to say that next season, even if that happens, who's to say that you're going to get a star that's going to be, that wants to come to Philadelphia and play alongside Joel Embiid and Tyrese Max? I mean, let's be real. Like, let's say, like, if you want a max level star who wants to come to Philadelphia and play next to Tyrese Maxey and Joel Embiid, and that's not a knock against Maxi. That's not a knock against Joel Embiid. But typically, max level players like that want to be the man. They want to be the man. They want to be the guy who calls the shots. They want to be the guy who takes the last shot. They want to be the centerpiece of the team. There's going to be other teams available where that person could go somewhere and be the guy. If you come to Philadelphia, unless Joel Embiid like gets injured or something like that, you're going to come to Philadelphia and you're going to be at best second fiddle to Joel Embiid. That's just how it is. At best, you're going to be second fiddle to Joel Embiid. So now, if you feel like being second fiddle to Joel Embiid is going to help you win the championship, you do it. But most guys want to go there and be that be the guy. They do. It's just how it is. I mean, think about it. 
when LeBron James went to Miami, Dwayne he Dwayne Wade realized that LeBron had to leave, right? When Donovan Mitchell, some people might say he's not a number one, but when he went to Cleveland, took that money and went there was you know was, was traded went to Cleveland, um, he came there as number one. So typically, guys, when you go there and you're that all star caliber player you're going a place to be number one if you come to philadelphia you're not going to be number one and then you know there's other things that could happen that could impact that as well you know and and we'll talk about that right after this commercial break football season is about to kick off and FanDuel is giving you the the chance to win all season long because right now when you bet on a super bowl winner you can get bonus bets every time they win in the regular season. Just pick any team to win the Super Bowl, and you can get bonus bets for every victory. You can use your bonus bets on spreads, player props, over-unders, and more. So visit FanDuel.com slash LockedOn to start every bonus bet with America's number one sportsbook. That's FanDuel.com slash LockedOn. Take time to visit FanDuel and include money line props, etc., around your team. I'm telling y'all, do it today, people. Definitely do it today. Now, here's the thing, <clears throat> and here's a problem. So, another thing that you know, you, the future. You know, I, I hate getting biblical on here, or I, I hate like saying things. But I remember <clears throat> I would get up in the morning as a kid, and I still do, say a prayer. And when I pray, it's one of those things where I'm always assuming, like, this is going to be my last day, right? And I remember my mom would always say as a kid, you know, you want to go out great and have a blessed day, right? You never know if it's going to be your last one. So... Again, I hate getting biblical, biblical and all this, but think about this. So why are we going to worry about the future when you can't predict it? Seriously, you never know what could happen. And, you know, knock on wood that nothing goes wrong. But you look at Joel Embiid's injury history. Yes, he's under contract for a lot of money, but you look at his injury history. What happens if Joel Embiid gets injured in the future? You know, you know that right now in this season, he's going into the season healthy. But what should happen if he doesn't conclude it healthy? What should happen if he has a future injury down next the following season? What I'm trying to say is you can't predict the future. You can't compare for you never know. Because if he gets hurt and you got all this money available and you brought this guy in, well, you know, you might want to remake the team. I mean, of course you got stuff, but what I'm saying is we're saying, well, we're gonna have enough money to do this and do that. Yeah, but you probably won't win without Joel. At least not a healthy Joel. And what happens if Joel wants to be trade it if he gets fed up so to me if that happens we're going in rebuilding mode right you're going in rebuilding mode 
So there's a lot of things, man. And and I get it. Like, that's what you want. I mean, you know, the team is is strapped right now. There's going to be Tobias is going to come off the books. James is going to come off the books. Pat Bev is coming off the books. Uh, Melton, all these guys, everybody's coming off the books, right? I mean, other guys. But again, if I'm a fan, I'm saying to myself or saying to the team, what about now? Take your prices, keep going up, everything. It just seems like everything keeps getting pushed back and back and back. Now, don't get me wrong. Under Doc Rivers, those years, what are they trying to do? Yeah, they were winning then. Under Towards the end with Brett Brown, yeah, they were trying to win then. I mean, they were all in. I mean, they win every try to win. You know, they stop after the first three years, they try to win, but they were all in. It's like, this is what it is. Now it's like, if we don't get what we want, we're going to be set up for the following year. <laughs> we don't even know if Daryl Morey's still going to be the president of basketball ops the following year. It's just so much. So much. And I don't like hearing it. Um, I think that is a cop-out. I think that, in my opinion, I, I feel like it's one of those things where you know the fans may be upset, but you say, hey, but don't worry. We're going to have a lot of money <laughs> next year, and there's going to be a lot of free agents available, A-listers want to be available and you know what we can go out we can get those guys and we're going to be good it's like we're going to be good it's kind of sort of like not worrying about your reality but keeping hope alive so to speak you know now we ain't going to worry about the current reality but we're going to keep hope alive and 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 make sure that you know, every, everything, y'all guys think that everything's going to be great. I don't like it. I just don't. I, I don't like it. Um, I don't. Because, you know, as much as I love Philadelphia, I'm a Philadelphia. <laughs> there are going to be other teams that probably have, are going to be more attractive places to go to in free agents. There are. I mean, I mean, you as you look at it, you look at places, and I hate to say it, you know, you talk about a championship. Guys go places where you tend to say you want to get paid, which is true. But in order to get paid in the NBA, a lot of times it comes down to statistics. You go to squads, you score as many points as you want. You do what you have to do, and you become an all-star, right? You get that all-star thing. Like, look at Jalen. Look at Jalen uh, Brown. You know, yeah, his team was a phenomenal team, the Boston Celtics. But he got that supermax, not because the Boston Celtics went to the NBA championship two years ago. Because they went to the 
Eastern Conference Finals this year, he won because he was voted an All-NBA selection. And how does he get that? The numbers. Guys would rather go places to get paid and get the numbers as opposed to winning the championship. I hate to say it, most a lot of guys will. All right, now I'm back, right? So look at this. So what do you do if you're the 76ers? Now, we talked about how guys would rather go places to get paid. Where they going to get paid? They'll rather go places where they can get numbers. But see, the money is the object, right? So they'll go to get paid money. But then you want to be the man. Well, you're not going to be the man in Philadelphia. And you're not going to get the numbers, most likely, right? But Philly has the money. So what do they do? You'll pay a guy a lucrative contract. Might be slightly overpaid. And this is where Tobias Harris comes in. So Tobias Harris got a max salary. He had offers close to a max. It wasn't quite a max. The max that year was 189. He got 180, right? So 9 million off from a max. So Tobias gets, in the eyes of the fans, overpaid. And then Tobias get, becomes unhappy. But you got to understand, Sixers had money for him. And also they gave up a lot to get him. So they had to pay him. Now, the one thing that y'all got to think about is, so let's just say if you're a star player, you don't want to play in Philadelphia because Joel and B is going to take most of the shots. So who's the next type of player you're going to get? You might want to go out and get a second tier type of guy, right? But a good guy, but he ain't like on Kevin Durant's level or, you know, that type of player, right? Great player, but a fringe all-star type like what Tobias was, right? So you see what's going to happen, right? You see what I'm saying. Well, you, you can see what's going to happen. So this guy comes there, and everybody's looking at the stats that he had at the team that he was at before. He doesn't produce the same stats. not set up for him to produce that way. And he has a little bit of some deficiencies in this game. Great player, but he's not quite on Joel's level. Not an all-NBA type player. Then all of a sudden, the fans are going to complain because guess what? In order for the Sixers to get him, compared to other teams, they got to overpay. They got to pay him like he's a star. So then all of a sudden, man, I can't believe they paid that guy that amount of money. All of a sudden, besides all the great things that he does, all we focus on is all the negatives. He can't do this. He can't do that. Man, he choked. Man, he did this. He did that. You feel what I'm saying? So it's kind of like there's a lot of things that could happen, and a lot of them aren't good. You know, a lot. So 
these are the things that I'm sitting back and I'm relaxing and I'm like, man, everything sounds good when it's a year out. But why not just try to win now? Why not go all in now? You know, if you got a player that's good, you think he can help this roster, but he got a couple years, he had a couple years on this deal, go after him. Go after him. Go after him. But when you set everything up to get that star, and you got the fans thinking the star is going to come, and the star doesn't come, or the star doesn't produce, or Joel gets injured, Maxie d- doesn't like his role, or whatever, you know, a lot of different things. Or he doesn't elevate to the level you think. I'm not saying that, I'm not saying that they could, you know, I'm not saying he won't. Just, I'm just throwing scenarios out there, different, you know, things out there. Win now, baby. Try to win now. Don't push the cold post, the cold post back. Win now. I want to thank y'all for listening to today's podcast. I really enjoyed talking to you guys. You know. <coughs> And I want to thank you for making Locked On 76 and your first listen every day. Every day is tomorrow's show will be on great in the Sixers after 10 seasons. Right? That's what tomorrow's podcast will be on. But again, I want to thank y'all for listening. And I want y'all to have a blessed day. Peace.